Okay, I'm now live. Hello, everybody. I'm live from Baltimore. Today's the 22nd of January. It's a Thursday. It's raining like crazy out, uh, which is the good news because tomorrow uh, it's going to be really, really cold. I know that many of you, uh, even in the south, the weather's going to drop Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Big storm. Chicago is going to get slammed, but the whole country. I know Baltimore, if I look at my phone, it's going to say tomorrow the temperature will range between, here we are in Baltimore, temperature is going to range in Owings Mills between um, 8 and 52, which means tonight will be 52, then it becomes 8 degrees, Saturday 7 to 18, and it's going to be chilly, chilly, chilly the rest of the week. And those of you going to Florida, it looks like even Florida, Sunday 54 and 14. Lauderdale be up in the 80s by the end of the week so anyway we can complain about the weather we can't do much about it hope everybody has a safe trip those of you who are traveling for the holidays and those of you who are staying home I hope you have fun and those of you who are um, uh, just doing whatever <laughs> um, you know hope you're doing well and let's see oh we got people logging on I see uh, uh, Max and Sam I can't see them, but I know they're there. They're uh, checking in from New York, and John's checking in from Body CT across the street. Lidiana, I promise to get back to you. Lidiana's out in Palo Alto, and uh, I don't know where the other people are from, but, um, and, uh, oh yes, in, in New York, it's lunchtime. Uh, I don't know what they're having, probably pizza or something like that. Um, after the guys went to the dentist today, uh, dentists, pediatric dentists are not what they used to be. They're really super cool, and um, I think there's like 20 different flavors of, uh, you know, dental paste you can get when they clean your teeth. Uh, my dentist is take it or leave it, you know, whatever they give me. And uh, Liliana says hi again. So, uh, yeah, I hope every again, um, we, we wish everybody a happy and healthy New Year. We will be posting like crazy, like we always do on Facebook and the website. It's been a great year, you know, we'll maybe after the first of the year, I'll have Lily do a little talk about what our volumes have been, but it's record volumes, whether you're looking at the website, whether you're looking at Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, wherever you look, we've done really well, and we thank everybody for contributing to that. And we are working hard on the great stuff for next year. There's a lot of new things that'll be coming along. Also working on new lectures, um, we're going to have our new lecture app on the App Store release 1201 on January 1. I have to work on the um, the quiz, the last uh, six months of quiz. I have to do that. I think I started that already, but I got to do that. So we'll have that up for you sometime in the new year. And uh, we're just working away. So I guess today my talk is on large adrenal masses. And I, one of the things... You know, in general, we when you think about a large adrenal mass, you always say, oh, must be cancer. Well, good article, over 4,000 cases of large adrenal masses, which means over 4CM, at the Mayo Clinic, only about 20% were actually malignant. So because you have a large adrenal mass, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad news because 80% of them are not going to be malignant. The question is, how do you deal with those lesions? We talk about under 4CM, we talk about washout values. If the washout is more than 60%, it's an adenoma. But those rules don't apply to over 4CM. 
And also a lot of the lesions over 4CM don't wash out quite the same. So what are we dealing with and what do we need to do? First thing I'll tell you is what our surgeons tell us and our endocrinologists, we do not biopsy the adrenal gland. Do not say six centimeter mass advised biopsy. They get really pissed off. And you don't want a pissed off endocrinologist chasing you down. Um, so you can't do biopsies. You gotta figure out between imaging, CT, MR, things like dotatate, uh, what is it that you could come up with in terms of an answer? Now, with larger lesions, we'll still do multiple phases because I am gonna worry about the possibility, can I figure out something like the lesion supervascular, maybe I'm dealing with a pheo. Pheos can be solid or cystic, they can be small or they can be large. Adrenal cortical carcinoma has neovascularity, often is necrotic, often can spread locally. Uh, adrenal cysts are large, can be large, of water density. Myelolipomas contain fat, can be large. Remember, over 5 cm, you're typically going to resect them because of the chance of bleeding. But so you think for a second, many things can be benign and big. So I said it's cysts, angiomyolipomas, unusual tumors, ganglioneuromas, pheochromocytomas. Of course, you're going to worry about the malignancies, but let's just think about the things. We also talk about adenomas. We've had a bunch of atypical adenomas. Yes, I know adenomas are under 4 cm, but you know the reality is they can be much larger. We've had some eight and 10 and 12 centimeter adenomas. I will admit that I didn't have the nerve to call them. And they didn't, they looked like solid masses, maybe a little bit of enhancement, nothing really special about them, but there's no way in the world you can call them adenomas when they're that large. We also talk about hematomas. Hematomas are challenging to me. Hematomas can occur for many reasons. Acute hematomas, trauma, anticoagulant therapy, but those are usually under 4 cm. Um, you can have METs that bleed. You can have METs to cysts that bleed. You can have um, myelolipomas that bleed and even pheochromocytomas. So I think it challenges when I see a bleed, I'll look really carefully. If there was trauma, anticoagulant therapy, I'm in better shape. But a lot of times you'll see a bleed, you may not see the act of bleeding, but you'll say, why did this bleed? Well, primary tumors, including ACC, and METs, especially lung cancer, can present with bleeding in the adrenal gland. Commonly right adrenal presents with back pain and acute cholecystitis or renal colic or something like that. So you need to be very careful. It's a very important diagnosis to consider. Now I will tell you it's a tough call to make. When it's early, when it's trauma, when it's recent surgery, I'm behind you, it's easy. But when it's these big masses presenting later on, could have been a bleed well, I put that in my differential, but if it's just a solid mass with little enhancement or mild enhancement, there's no way I can call it a specific bleed. Sometimes you can see a mass within the hematoma, but that's more in the acute setting. The, the ones that have been challenging to me have been hematomas that are old. That the pathologist says, oh, it's all blood. We don't see any mass or anything else, nothing to worry about. And the CT was homogeneous didn't enhance much because old blood is not gonna enhance. And the veins and arteries all look good. So again, it's kind of a challenge. I think what you need to do is um, look carefully at lab values. Make sure it's not a pheo. Pheo's at epinephrine levels are uh, gonna be up. That's easy. 
Look at the attenuation. Is it fat? Is it calcification? Is this a big myelopoma? Is it a cyst? Think about hematoma. If you think in hematoma, is there a reason that you really could be definitive that it's a hematoma? Not that it's a hematoma, but can't rule out underlying tumor that bled. That's always going to be a challenge. Sometimes you could uh, solve the problem. Quite frankly, sometimes you can't. But it's all of those things that I need to consider. Also, you know, what else? We've had crazy lesions, ganglion neuroblastomas, angiosarcoma of the adrenal gland. So sometimes you have really big masses that are aggressive, but truthfully, the really aggressive masses are easy because they look like tumors, the vascularity, the extension locally, all of those things are really, um, really, really can look like that. So that becomes very important. So I, I am aware of those, and those really, um, I don't think I have a problem with. But like tomorrow, there's, tomorrow's Friday, Every other Friday we have a adrenal conference, and I looked at the six cases we have. I think two of them are pheos, one's bilateral pheo, but there are three masses that are solid masses in patients with no hormonal history, no really great history. I think two of them maybe were picked up incidentally on a, a chest CT or an abdominal CT, but what do you do? Do you do adrenalectomy? The answer is you, you have to, but then the question is, what do I think the lesions are? If I think the lesions are probably benign, then they're gonna do a laparoscopic adrenalectomy. The good news about that, a small scar in and out of the hospital in a couple days, post-op recovery is very simple. If I'm worried it's malignant, then they're gonna do an open procedure because with ACC, the only way of really um, doing the right thing for the patient and hopefully have the patient survive is to do a open adrenalectomy with big time lymph node dissection, but not rupture the capsule and have a spread of tumor in the peritoneum. So you need to do an open procedure. When you do an open adrenalectomy, patients are in the hospital for a week, complications uh, and the course of recovery is really hard. So it's this balancing act that I think becomes very challenging. So it becomes very, very important. So, um, I think again, look at a lot of cases, go to the website, you can see a lot of cases, test yourself. There's a lecture, CT of Large Adrenal Masses, that's on CTSS, on our new app, and on the website as well. Take a listen to that one, I show a lot of cases, and go through some other pointers. But again, I think it's looking at cases, the more cases I've looked at, it's not necessarily that I've gotten better but I've gotten a little bit more conservative and I really realized the range of tumors and the range of benign lesions. I used to, like you, always think large meant malignant. Now I recognize it doesn't. It doesn't mean I'm gonna be right, but I can kind of say, you know, this looks like, I know I can't say it's definitely benign, but I think it is. So you can do it as a laparoscopic procedure. And that alone becomes very helpful. So with that, I'll stop there, I used up my time. Hope everyone's doing well. I'll say again, hi to, let me see who else got here. All right, uh, Sam Max, you got anything to say? You can wave, but I can't see you. Okay, and then um, if not, I hope everybody is doing okay. Um, oh, there was a request for Trex x-rays of a dinosaur, not Trex, T-Rex, but I really can't show you T-Rex today. So uh, sorry about that. Anyway, everybody, have a great day. Keep warm and uh, see you soon.